0: For the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio.
1: Your real talk stage your 24 hours of commercial free programming. This is Paul Danke and you're listening to the Green Room with Sean Green.
0: man trying to
1: change his life the The green room is brought to you today by amazon log on to sean.tgreen.com and click the amazon link to support the green room today and now live from sherman oaks california the host of the green room sean green Alright everyone, welcome to the program,
2: we're doing it live here in the Green Room, exclusively on LATalkRadio.com. Feel free to give us a call at any point in the program, 323-203-0815, 323-203-0815, and that of course is our LegalZoom self-help hotline. The show is also being brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, you can log on to LegalZoom, create legally binding documents and minutes, trademarks, wills, patents, they have it all, and besides saving all the money normally, that you're going to save by going to LegalZoom.com. You're also going to save a, a little bit extra. We call that the green room discount by entering green in the checkout box. I'd like to welcome on my roided-out monkey of a friend, my <laughs> left-hand man, Logan, left-eye Lystico. Logan, thanks for being on the show.
1: Happy Hanukkah, Sean.
2: Oh, thank you, Logan. I'm not even uh, Jewish. I appreciate that. I Although I do get... Um, I do, I, it's weird. I do get mistaken for being Jewish sometimes. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I guess Green, I think I look like a very Irish Catholic person, but I've gotten it a couple of times. I remember one time I was hosting an open mic and this insanely annoying uh, stand up comedian, Joey Herman, he, uh, <laughs> he goes to me. I don't mind saying don't his know. name. He's, he's insanely annoying and no one's ever heard of him or will. And he uh he comes up to me and he's like, hey, I'm one of the tribe. And I'm like, what what are you talking about, alcoholics? And he's like, no, I'm I'm Jewish. Is there any way you can move me up on the list? I'm like, first off, I'm not Jewish, and second off, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I uh put that in his pipe. All right, man, I'm uh, I'm fired.
1: Just sorry, the things sound weird in my headphones. Is that is that the case for you guys, or is it just my headphones? No.
2: Okay. I'm, my headphones sorry.
1: sound fine. You sorry to interrupt sound the right flow. In my <clears throat>
2: All right. I, yeah, well we're uh, we're gonna welcome on the guest of the program. <laughs> you know her from her show The Worst that airs on a comedy.com. comedy com. I'd like to welcome on Shannon Hatch. Shannon, thanks Thank for you. being on the Thank show. Thank you very much. Now how was your how was your Thanksgiving? What have you been up to?
3: Thanksgiving was good. I uh I went to Philly. Nice. I um had some cheesesteaks, had a lot of turkey, did the family thing. Okay. My uncles were were annoying and I have like I, I, within within 30 seconds of walking into the house my uncle quoted Larry the Cable Guy like that So wait, is that, that was just an example of like that's, In all
1: in all sincerity or in,
2: oh, I, no, guess, absolutely. I guess i like not, you've got
3: to hear this was one. Was he giving
1: you what he thought was a proverb?
3: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like a Confucius.
1: So
2: now you say your family is annoying. What do you exactly mean okay, by
3: that? Okay, I actually I love my family. They're not really annoying. But like okay, my uncle uh Tom there were 20 people sharing one house, one ba- one bathroom. 20 okay. people. He decided... Wait, to now how,
2: how does 20, 20 grown adults, how do they fit in one we, house?
3: We don't all sleep there, but for, oh, okay, for, for this the... you know Thanksgiving evening, uh, he decides to put trick toilet paper that he bought from Spencer's <laughs> Gifts in the one bathroom. Now what this trick toilet paper does is you can't pull off More than, like, the little piece. You know how that'll happen sometimes with our toilet paper roll? It's like, you just can't get it going. You try to, like... Well, this toilet paper, for whatever reason, you can't pull off more than, like, a quarter square at a time. And it pulls off in these (laughs) tiny little pieces.
1: Oh, that's a horrible prank.
3: It was the worst prank because everyone, you know, after Thanksgiving, people's stomachs don't feel well. So everyone... Or it's taking forever in the bathroom and i'm like <laughs> why is it taking like my cousin tommy 40 minutes to take a crap you know like and then
1: your uncle starts laughing
3: the whole t- yeah and then at the end of the <laughs> evening it all came out that this was the reason and it, you know i couldn't wipe myself to pee like it was like i couldn't was figure out was he proud did he have oh, a shit oh so room? proud so oh. proud i
2: remember one of my uncles they had a uh, their big their big uh their big um prank the one year was a fake lottery ticket and they gave it to my Uncle Jimmy, and oh, it was like, great. you win 10 grand. And then on the back, he's like reading it. A, and it's so obvious that it's a prank, but I, I think it was my Uncle Jimmy. I don't know. I'll probably get an email. No, that was Uncle uh, Sons. It's, it's so obvious because my dad starts like, hey, yeah, you should uh, look into claiming that. Why do you read the back and see what it says? And it's uh, like, um, not valid if, up. if not presented with the Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus. Like, you know, clearly. Uh-huh uh an obvious joke and no he, he still thought he won 10 grand for a little bit eventually that is a weird move like uh no you didn't actually win 10 grand it's like no I, i'm pretty sure i did no no yeah, no that's, that's a, a rough novelty prank
3: i mean that's like you feel like your life is gonna change
2: right yeah,
3: and 10 then grand
2: 10 grand i think uh,
3: it's enough you yeah, know it's enough it to
1: celebrate it's a hell
2: of
3: Absolutely. a christmas but
1: that's cons- i think that's way less bad of a prank than making people no, right, at least that's a, at least that's a practical <laughs> yeah. joke. The the toilet paper that just
2: ruins everyone's Thanksgiving or you know, you need a you need, you to need a toilet paper right after, after
3: a Thanksgiving yeah. meal, absolutely.
2: So, that was a uh, good trip back home?
3: It was a good trip back home. Yeah. I I mean the the flying, I, I hate even t- discussing it, but I I I think the Philadelphia, you may have commented on this. You've probably yes. flown out of Philly before. Yes,
2: Philadelphia notoriously bad.
3: It's it's Unbelievably bad. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life experienced worse I, I don't know, customer service, whatever you would call it. Um the the woman purposely okay, so I, I'm I'm trying to leave I'm trying to leave Philadelphia. Yep. I like and this. There's, there's four, Rage, Shannon. There's, Rage, go. There's four women behind the counter. Three of them are kind of like huddled up, you know, with each other. And I'm like, just going to, you know, I'm going to do my own self-check-in thing. Only one of my boarding passes printed. So I'm like, ah, crap. I'm going to have to, yeah, talk, have to, to talk to somebody about, you know. That's the worst. Now I have to talk to you guys. So I stand there for 10 minutes and I'm early. I'm like, I'll wait for them to make eye contact with me. Kind of just, you right. know, passive. And, find, you know, 10 minutes later they don't. And so I finally say, um, excuse me and these three three of the women turned to me and go we ain't on the clock yet <laughs> we ain't on the clock and like looked at me like i was retarded for thinking that they could possibly have been Working behind yeah. the counter, dressed to be. So there's one woman. When really, they retarded
1: for knowing that you've been standing there. For yeah, exactly. Why don't you anything. turn to me ten minutes ago?
3: And right. Say, hey, say, hey, if you're not I on the clock, I shouldn't see you.
1: That's that's a pretty exactly. easy thing to do. If you're or walking at least around, have the lunch out and eating it. <laughs> I mean, make it obvious. Ex-
3: yeah, do something.
2: <laughs> if you're walking around in a red vest at Target or something, I'm gonna ask you where stuff is. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's up to you. They have a break room. I'm sure they have a break room. If they have a union, they have a break room. <laughs> Sit back there, play your Sudoku, do whatever you want. But when you're out there in the customer zone, yeah. what do you I'm think is gonna happen?
3: Yeah, change your shirt, do something. Oh, what
2: am I trying to do? Uh, just keep your uh, shithead industry alive to get. You know, it's <laughs> like yeah, I just dropped four hundred dollars to fly in your stupid Almost airline. A Almost a
3: thousand.
2: Almost $1,000. Almost 1000 thousand
3: to go home. Oh, my, my parents God. paid for do they, it. It's that, like that I understand
2: happen. not. Ha- I understand wow. the uh, the ticket booth doesn't work on a commission, but I think you should at least have some idea that oh man, the economy is not doing well. Air travels down. Our airline doesn't know how to operate and turn a profit maybe we should be nice to people
3: yeah and that's that's the thing about tickets being so expensive like you kind of expect when you go to mcdonald's maybe not to have the best customer service you're dropping three dollars but when you pay a thousand dollars for something you sort of hope someone's gonna at least <laughs> listen to you pretend you know? to care yeah exactly okay well, by so the way, mcdonald's
1: they try like i asked for
2: no,
3: ketchup they actually, they I ask way for nicer. ketchup
1: and they look scared like i'm not supposed to give you ketchup <laughs> yeah <laughs> that is, is that is a great move
2: go. That is a great move that uh, they they pull where they, like... 27-24. 20, all right. Speaking of Philly,
4: this is, oh, to Philly, score. A, this is my... All
2: right. This is my dad calling in. He's at, live <laughs> live at the Eagles game. What just happened, Dad? I'm having a hard time hearing it. All right. Just give us a quick recap. What's going on?
4: The are waiting for a boot review. he got a like, Looks uh, like he might have a first shot. They were doing it. They shot Andy Reid through the red flag. So they are taking it under the hood. I'll tell you in a minute when you hear the crowd go wild, we'll have the first stand on the detection eight yard line, and we're winning 27
2: 24. All right. Well, thanks for the update, Dad. Uh, thanks, Dad. We'll, we'll check back in later.
1: Turn your radio down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, I got to let you go, dad. It's going to drive people crazy. But yeah, speaking of Philly, my dad's in Philly at the game. Last time we went to a game, it was uh it was last year around Christmas. It was a big thing. My dad got me tickets. We got my uncles went, my aunt went, a couple of my cousins, my brother. And we uh, we go down there. We rented a van because it was we weren't gonna we weren't gonna half-ass it this year. We rented the van. Mm-hmm. I was the designated driver, although you know whatever that How means. How did you get
3: stuck with that one?
2: Well, my dad bought me the tickets, and he told he said he really wanted to go for it at the game, so I I said I would drive. And uh, yeah, we just sat and we were grilling in the parking lot all day. And uh, you know we get to the game. We're in the game. Keep drinking, drinking. Uh, my uh, my uncle smuggled in a flask of whiskey oh, into nice. the into the lake. We started doing shots of that, or not really shots, but just like oh, yeah. slugging out of it sips. And then uh, halftime comes, and my dad and my uncle are both are both, like, really drunk. And we have this family tradition of when you get really drunk, it, it's kind of this primal thing. Like, I realized I became a man when one Easter I took my uncle down and, and we just, like, we get outside and we wrestle. And I threw I threw him in the bush. I broke the bush and his watch. But then, like, that was the – How do you break a bush? Um you take a 170 pound Irish man and just throw him through it, and it <laughs> it uh you know it broke the bush. There was
3: like a, a cutout right. of a man shape. Yep. And then my
2: mom is like, I just wish they would hug, you know? They they just need a hug. <laughs> yeah. But guys don't like to hug. They don't like to touch each other. So they they like to wrestle. Anyway, so we have this kind of family tradition. So so we're there uh, hanging out, and uh, oh wow, sorry. <laughs> Watch, I can't help but watch the game. The, my dad was right; they did uh, overturn it. The Eagles, uh, the Eagles look like they completed a pass. They're they're driving in to score and hopefully win. So I have some uh, joy in my life. Anyway, <laughs> what I was getting to is my dad when we were at the game, and uh, him and my uncle uh, during halftime started wrestling and got to the point where they were they're just hanging out. Just uh, in the seats? No, not even in the seats, like in the cleared out kind of area where okay. you'd be in the concession stand, yeah. so just flat concrete. And then I don't know who took down who, but they're on the floor, and they're
3: still wrestling. With boners. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <The> security <laughs> rushes over, look, <laughs> looking to arrest both because of them. Because it's Eagle Sprite. Right, exactly. they you assume, guns. You assume it's someone getting, they're getting in fights and stuff like that, and then they rush over and they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're brothers, and they go, oh, okay, it's cool, and they let them get up. They didn't ask anyone to leave, and that's that's uh, that's Philly sports for you in a nutshell.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And- the one time my my brother wore an Eagles jersey, the Eagles are playing the Redskins, and that's you know closer to Virginia for him. Right. Um. Yeah, he came home so <laughs> bloody and beaten. I mean, black eye. Like he just got lost from his Eagles crew, and I mean, I don't know if he he talked shit or what happened, but uh, he uh. No, the, yeah, he got the shit it's serious out of business. His bike. Yeah. Wow. Just I was wearing an Eagles, you know, jersey. It is it
2: is so great to compare a West Coast a sports fan, quote unquote, to an East Coast sports fan. Like uh, I was I was at work the other day and I wore a Mike Schmidt Phillies t-shirt and uh, some guy was like, "Well, uh, you know, being a Dodgers fan, I I don't really appreciate that t-shirt." <laughs> it's like that that People would never pissed. Yeah. yeah. That would that is just Okay, so who gives a shit? I I went to um, a Giants game wearing an Eagles jersey, and I went with my buddy, my roommate Ryan, and I went with his dad. And Ryan, of course, is a Giants fan, and the Eagles actually won this game that we went to. Or, no, actually, they lost, because I went to one where they won and one where they lost, both in Giants Stadium. And it's great. When you win, you're just finding the other Eagles fan, because uh-huh. there's always, like, one other one. I remember when we went, uh, there were, like, these three 19-year-old girls all in, like, Eagles jerseys right in front of me. And, like, every time they scored, I would just, like, creepily hug them. I was like, yeah, that's our so <laughs> team. Sean's for in
1: heaven. heaven. Oh, yeah. It was great. You guys missed the motion he did. He made a hugging <laughs> motion like he just hugged them from
3: behind. I
2: by. understand it's tough, But it radio, also but... kind
3: of looked like a choking thing. Like, right. Like, maybe you were well, you know,
2: from I- – I they're into rough trade. A <laughs> what can I say? They're Eagles fans. Anyway, I was out in the parking lot, and then uh, these, this pack of Giants fan wanted to fight me and fight Ryan's dad because they thought he was my dad. And uh, they didn't they didn't end up doing anything because they were soft. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Ryan Ryan got in their face because they're they threatened to like fight Ryan's dad, and uh, it, it, it got weird. But you know, people take sports seriously. Who can blame them? Right? It's all it's you know it's big big news. Yeah. Did you see this? I don't know if you're what your sports. I don't know how how much of a diehard sports fan you are, but I think everyone everyone enjoys a good tirade. Everyone enjoys losing, or like seeing someone lose it on television. This is um,
3: yes, I did see
2: Derek this. Anderson. He's the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. After the game, uh, he got his ass kicked. Of course, I had the Cardinals in the game, and he uh, he was seen on the sidelines laughing. And after the game, the reporter, the reporter was kind of, kind of actually being nice about it. He was just saying, "Hey, is, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, get you fired up, but is there, is there any reason why you were laughing on the sidelines?" And uh, we'll pick it up here, Derek Anderson, post
4: game. Put into context what was going on at that moment, what caused. <laughs> what Deuce and I talk about is nobody else's business. <laughs> first off, that just sounds like such a chick thing to say.
3: Yeah, it is. That, that is none of your business. What me and but my gal talk about. But at the same time, about. it isn't. Like what if they made a joke? He can't say what the joke is. I don't know. Right. I, I'm defending this. You, I know. I can tell what sides we're gonna be on at the, at the sure. end of this. No,
2: we'll no. I mean, uh, I, I think I have a different. T- well, we'll see. Yeah, it's keep, a fair keep going, thing to say, going. but it's
4: nothing to be angry about. Just don't right. answer the I question. I hate
3: reporters. This guy, <laughs> yeah, he, this guy was totally doing it. I mean,
4: I was something funny when you're down 18 points in the fourth <laughs> quarter. It wasn't. It wasn't funny. I wasn't laughing about anything showed you laughing. Okay, that's I told- fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, the guy was clearly
2: laughing. He's like, I wasn't laughing. But the camera was well, clearly... He wasn't clearly laughing sho-
3: probably about the game.
2: Right, exactly. That's yeah. all he should have said. He just should have said, hey, my uh, buddy told me this hilarious, super racist joke that I can't repeat on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. commented about it. That's fine.
4: That's fine. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny, I take the. This- Serious. I'm not. I'm real serious.
2: (laughs) He doesn't even sound that angry, all right? I've gotten much angrier, and I just watch these (laughs) godforsaken games. You're in the game, Derek Anderson. You're making tons of money. Get a little fired up. He doesn't even sound – I'm angry that he's not angrier in his tirade.
4: This is a – this is serious. a feeble tyrant. I'm real serious. I, t- I put my heart and soul. Real into this serious. Every single week. All I'm saying is the camera showed I'm you. I'm just like- telling you right now what I do every single week. <laughs> every single week, I put my freaking heart and soul into this. You can't, you can't freak out in front of a reporter
2: and say freaking. I'm sorry. This Yeah, guy, exactly. Either commit it. or don't. Listen to it. You can't.
4: Oh, I'm so freaking angry about these. My freaking heart and soul into this. I study my ass off. I don't go out there and laugh. It's not funny. Not fun, nothing's funny to me. I don't want to. <laughs> that's a See, great yeah, line. Took...
2: Nothing's funny to me.
4: I've yeah, never laughed in my entire yeah, life. Really like, when it. you try to get defensive,
2: you almost go way too far on the other side.
4: Yeah. Go out there and get embarrassed on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. That's why I'm asking you what. I'm telling there. you right now. We're not. We're talking. Deuce and I are talking. What was the context then? Which... <laughs> See,
3: that's what he should have started with.
1: I'm done. Like, yeah.
3: I, I mean, I, that's, or, that's I a dumb know. question. I don't know. I don't
1: know when the camera was on You're me. I
4: don't
2: remember laughing. You're allowed to laugh.
3: Yeah, right. Just say, I don't and him. I mean people laugh at funerals. Like what you know when people are up giving speeches like my grandfather's funeral, tons of you know there were tears, there's laughter. It happened like just because you're losing a game, you can't enjoy a moment that has nothing right. to do with the he game. He wasn't it, he
2: wasn't laughing the entire time being on the sideline like no. gut busting laughter. Yeah. He had a smile.
3: Pointing at you know, yeah.
2: you could just you could easily have just said oh my god we were getting our asses kicked and it was just everyone was really bummed out it was this really depressing vibe i i cracked a little or you know he he tried to break the tension like man we can't do anything right and i i laughed i chuckled it was a nervous chuckle i don't understand how these guys have no ability to talk their way out of it i guess uh Derek Anderson is media savvy. He's not
3: <laughs> Yeah, they're not they're not pro talkers.
2: No, exactly. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> They're not pro talkers. They're jocks. <laughs> that's why I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my head around why we care so much about concussions and stuff like that. Oh, my God, these guys' brains are being injured. Oh, we got to do something about it. Of course, their brains are going to get injured. They're professional athletes crashing their heads at each other at full speed. They're roided up. They, if they had great brains, they wouldn't be in this business. That's the that's the entire reason they got into football because they don't have great brains. They're like, oh, hey, I may as well play Look, football. What I I'm can good catch. at that. <laughs> We're not gonna miss anything if these guys damage their brains. Yeah, it might affect the season or perhaps certain fantasy teams, and maybe then it's worth looking into. But God, <laughs> these these guys aren't geniuses. Let's just admit that. Well, I don't know if you um we're talking about watching football, but for some reason this this commercial is really getting on my nerves. I don't know what's your what's your take on uh, Dennis Leary, Shannon? Are you a Dennis Leary fan?
3: Um, I am. I am. I like Dennis Leary. Um. His uh his rescue me shows kind of neh you know it's, okay. it's gotten a little worse um but no I like him I like his I like his edge and
2: yeah I know. like him that and you know at least he tries to be a little contrarian he's he's fired up and stuff like that I I respect that I mean I remember when I first started getting into comedy that was one of the first couple of comedy albums I got I, you know and suppose ripped off a lot from uh. From his buddy there, but still, I, you know, overall I would say I'm a fan of Dennis Leary. But this, uh, this one phrase in this uh, Ford F 150 commercial has just been, just been gnawing at my. It's
3: right. just really. Let's hear this.
2: It's annoying to me, and it's just seemingly bad marketing. A lot
3: more celebrities doing voiceovers for commercials, too.
2: Right. Tim yeah, Allen is. is doing all these voiceover commercials for the Chevy and stuff like that. All right, but this is Dennis Leary, and, you know, they're they're, they're selling the premise. They're selling these trucks on this whole idea of, hey, you got to be a real guy, you know, hauling Uh stuff, making mud go everywhere. But this line just doesn't sit right with me.
3: Okay, let's hear
2: it.
1: Look, everybody wants the same things in a pickup, okay? You don't need a bunch of donut eaters in a focus group to tell you that.
2: Now, why why does he go after donut eaters? It seems so bizarre to me. First off, most of the people that work construction that are going to buy a Ford F-150 love donuts. And yeah, he doesn't
3: like donuts?
1: The way he says it, it sounds like almost... Maybe he was
2: trying
3: to make fun of cops.
1: I don't know if that's how focus groups work for trucks. <laughs> like, he's painting a picture of a bunch of people in a room. It's yeah, like, exactly. Yeah,
2: what, do what? they just sit there and eat donuts and watch pictures of the trucks? I imagine yeah. you drive the truck. That would be the... Seemingly only way to test the truck. Look, something everybody about everybody wants the same things in a pickup, okay? You don't need a bunch of donut eaters at a focus group. <laughs> I just don't get the pejorative, like... Well,
3: he's trying to make it sound like it's a feminine thing, like donut eaters, when dudes eat more donuts than right, chicks, Right, exactly. Probably. Yeah.
1: I
2: it's, gotta say... It's not a metro sexual thing to eat donuts. No. Okay, you should have went
3: granola eating. I mean, eating. cupcakes, I would have given him, but okay, donuts, Okay, cupcakes, no. fine.
1: Yeah, you didn't ask my opinion on Dennis Leary, and I gotta say, I don't think he's that funny. You don't think he's that funny? No, I mean... I don't think Dennis is he's, pers- Lear- yeah. he's a personality, and... But that's part of the thing, is I've always felt like he's purely trying to make you think he's funny and make you think he's edgy, but he doesn't know what he's saying. Like, uh, I saw some stand-up act, I don't even know, I don't remember what it is, it's called, like... Bring on the cancer or something. Oh, and no it,
2: cure for cancer.
1: Yeah, so he's. Just I like smoking your title the way time. better. Yeah,
2: bring on the bring cancer. On the cancer. <laughs>
1: that's very ballsy, like,
2: hey, cancer, I'm but Dennis Leary. He well, that's kind of to, his attitude. He does yeah. everything
1: to sound ballsy, but is he ballsy? I would go toe to toe with that dude. I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that. Dennis Leary, Logan is calling you out. Take up the challenge. Like, he would take a puff of smoke and then just, like, ooh, wow, I'm smoking. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Who. What are you doing? Right. Ooh, you're edgy because you smoke on stage. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Logan is over it, man. Cancer is not cool. I agree.
2: <laughs> well, you we saw that that, um, I don't know if you know that, Larry King. He's retiring. And um, speaking of stand-ups, this is his dream, Larry King. Now that he's retiring from the Larry King show, he's been in uh, broadcasting for 53 years. Now, now it's time to find a new career. And, and guess what that career is? He's going to pursue his dream of doing stand-up comedy. He's leaving.
3: (laughs) I don't know where
2: where Larry King gets the idea that, oh, man, I'm just really hilarious. And it's so funny. Even he was on Jimmy Kimmel last night talking about where, I guess, where he has the idea to do stand-up. Like, oh, yeah, I do a lot of uh, conventions and stuff (laughs) like that. Like, I'm a speaker at a lot of conventions. And (laughs) I was like, all right, that's much different than doing stand-up in a club. So I actually looked up on YouTube. I just tried. God,
3: I hope I run into Larry King in an open mic. Know, yeah, that yes, exactly. So He'll be the That'd only be comic so awesome. being
1: walked to the stage by his helper.
2: <laughs> 77 years old. Yeah, perfect time to start doing stand-up comedy. Like, did you? I I mean, part of me is just like, this is stupid. But then part of me is, oh, my God, this is going to be so awesome when Larry King has an <laughs> epic meltdown. I'll tell you it exactly why funny. he's Allah going Michael to do Richards. this. I will
3: tell you exactly why. Betty White. Yeah. She's gotten all the and it's not stand up necessarily, but like, look how funny she is because she's old. Yeah, he's she's like, I'm old too. I could be funny, <laughs> and he's just gonna try to be like, no, she's, no one's ever heard me say cock and balls, you know? Exactly. It's,
1: it's, she's <laughs> a funny person who got old, and he's an old person who decides he wants to. He's be an be old exactly. person who got old. He's always been old. <laughs>
2: yeah, Larry yeah, King's one he of those ever guys. been young. He was born old. He doesn't. He doesn't strike me as young. Now the audio quality is not great on this, but I guess someone <laughs> at one of these stupid conventions. Um, film Larry King's quote-unquote stand-up or whatever. He, like, he's getting oh, up there. Yes. And uh, the audio's not great, but I, I think this is a little preview.
3: God, I hope it sounds like
2: that Michael Richards meltdown.
3: <laughs> no, no, it's just him. I'd imagine he'd drop a couple N-bombs up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
2: I could see him using that. More, right? <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: Uh, I, I married to Paul's sister now. Uh, I, I did. She's a lovely girl. And uh, we have two little children. I have grown children, but I have two boys
2: with Sean. One, is 10, one is nine. It's first off, it <laughs> takes so long for him to describe his family situation. Like is... <laughs> I have kids that are grown, obviously, because I'm I'm old, but then this is my eighth wife and I also have two young kids with them.
3: <laughs> oh, see, that's what it is. You got a taste uh, you got a taste of that,
1: jokes.
2: that But I mean a that's joke. not even a joke. Yeah. I uh, can you imagine? Shannon, you're a comedian. And can you imagine you going up on stage and just said, "I had two kids without—well, I don't know what the female equipment it, with Viagra—it's like I had two kids without getting drunk off wine—and then everyone brought would, the house
3: down. It would be silent. Like that's yeah, that, like exactly. he doesn't understand—he's not in a comedy—he was—he wasn't in a comedy venue. No, right? no,
2: this is like a big that's amphitheater. Everyone
3: wants to laugh. Everyone wants to enjoy it. So. Just Larry King saying the word Viagra is gonna get because exactly. it's better than listening to him talk about his kids.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and then oh it just gets better. Your
0: next speaker, hire,
3: hire Yogi, Berra. <laughs> Yogi Berra. That gets a laugh. This this woman it I got want a to laugh be, from whoever was recording yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. She's she's a big fan. Uh
2: guys, why don't you next time hire Yogi Berra? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a wonderful new guy. Great catcher.
2: The setups Mara. are so rambling and boring.
0: Speaks. Well, let's this break. He'll talk for 20 minutes. you all look at each other and say, What the hell is he talking
2: about? Wow. Applause sad. break. Applause break.
3: of a time are these people having that they're I know, enjoying it's so this? Sad. I mean, think I mean, about the parts live. that aren't recorded. It must be awful if they like this. <laughs> I, I think it's just one
2: of
1: these it's, conventions where it sounds like the McCarthy hearings with like <laughs> <laughs> with laughter. Yeah. Wait, that
3: I, could just be a laugh track. Did yeah. he edit that in?
2: <laughs> he might have. Right, we got to get to the end of this Yogi Berra <laughs> anecdote, and then I'll, I'll start okay. torturing the audience. You're home. Maybe a month from now, maybe two months, maybe next week, you'll say yes
0: said that because it'll kick in later. A yogi speaks in aphorism and he does not know he's funny. Don't you know, you do that. When you speak in aphorism and you don't know you're funny, it, it never resonates immediately. It always kicks in later. My yogi once said, you know, it's deja vu all over
3: again. Sounds like fake laughter. It <laughs> yeah, no. does it Not sound like fake laughter yeah, to even anyone the else. person
1: recording is like.
3: There's oh, got to no, be no. like an applause sign, or you know, or like laugh.
2: And I, I think, I think uh, now I don't know for sure, but I, I think um, this actual corporate gig that he's doing, it's one of these like um, I think it's one of these multi-level marketing things where it's like, okay, you sell this these vitamins to your friends, and then they start their own business and sell it to their friends. And so obviously if these people are buying into multi-level marketing, obviously they're going to buy into they're whatever whatever everything. guy they bring out. Think about this. Nobody goes to that restaurant anymore. It's too crowded. <laughs> <laughs> goes where? I, I don't no, know. Sorry. Nobody goes to that restaurant anymore. It's too crowded. What? Oh, <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah. It's a, oh, my
3: God. It's a joke I don't just get use. it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, yeah I guess there's not no, much there's to nothing get No there's nothing
3: to that, get yeah but that's, get he, he got he got a taste of that sweet laughter and now he thinks stand-ups is calling
2: And I love the situation with the wife I mean it, it seems like it was pretty obvious that the wife was having an affair with the with the baseball coach and then supposedly the other rumor was that Larry King was sleeping with the sister, <laughs> his sister right his wife's sister
3: and then he still they're still together, and they won't talk about it, and they act like it never happened. Every other celebrity has to release a statement, and they say, like, this did happen, this didn't happen, or, you know, whatever. They We're spin working it. through it. He never said anything. He just never said anything.
1: Yeah, because, well, it's almost like if you're that old, and you can get late, and you can cheat on your wife, I don't know. It's like... Go for <laughs> it, yeah. yeah he is 77. But
2: here's the thing. He was um, he was at Jimmy Kimmel before he came out on uh, to do his interview, and... You know how they do that move of like, "Oh, we're hanging out in the green room." Who's hanging out in the green room with him? His wife, and she's fixing his suspenders, and it's so funny. Like, oh, gross. why? Why are you? Why are you showing up with Larry King? And how can you? And it must be now. I know Jimmy. Like, I'm a big fan of Jimmy Kimmel, but the part. When you do a late night show the part of the game is okay, you gotta be kind of nice to the celebrities because that's kinda how it works If you want bookings, you can't be a total a uh, total a hole like you kinda you kind of have to play the game a little bit so you can keep you know staying good with these publicists and keep getting decent guests. But when he's just, like, talking about, oh, how was your Thanksgiving? Great. Oh, love the family. Wife and kid. It's like, how do you not ask that question? He didn't ask anything. No. You you can't just go, oh, wow, was the uh, baseball coach over? Like, you can't say anything. And as a comedian, I imagine that's got to be frustrating to have a guy like Larry King on with this insanely. But you could lose your
3: job if you just ask any anything that's out of
2: Yeah, I mean I don't know if he'd lose his job but he would. Well, maybe he'd he If he does it lose. enough times
3: he could. Right, cuz that's yeah. th-
2: in late night that's how the ratings that's all the, that's how the ratings are generated. It's mostly out of uh, the bookings you get. I mean, obviously it sways, you know, some based on the person and stuff like that, but if you don't get big bookings, you're not going to get good ratings. And that's sad. <laughs> making a stand here. Well, I don't mean to sound like an old chunk of coal, but I really don't get music today, and not just not just from the music sense, okay? You don't get it, like you don't buy it, right? I don't buy it. I don't. I mean, except Katy Perry. I love that chick. She <laughs> is amazing. I sell her. It's weird. Like oh. I generally, I just kind of hate all pop music, but then I just pick. I mean, K- Katy Perry, Avril Lavigne, and just celebrate them. And you I don't know go what it, it, it is. Yeah, I just, I love Katy Perry. Love everything she represents. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know what she represents, but I'm I just not a love her. so girl, annoying. But
1: I've, I've never heard you say Avril Lavigne before. Well, that was back when she was keeping it real
2: with like Skater Boy and stuff. Some yeah, of her Skater older Boy, stuff.
1: I liked Skater Boy. Right. I heard that when I saw that I got music
2: a, I got video, a, I was like, hell yeah. I got a sauce like, in my I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm that skater boy. I didn't but this skate though. this song, I have no idea. Don't ask how I came across this. Googling, but this is a song by the band Javelin. I know uh, group Javelin. I don't know. I don't even understand. Like when I read these things on YouTube, it's like mixtape by group Javelin's sideways. Uh, you know, like they have all these different names in there. It's unclear who even the band is. But anyway, this is called the sex ed STD song, and. Man, I guess I guess I'm just not hip anymore because these lyrics they're just not ringing true.
0: But you're wondering what she got beneath that skirt? I bet she got an STD. I wonder if it hurt. Well, I just got my clap smear
2: and I don't got no clap here.
1: What? Oh my god.
2: <laughs> like I realized the kind of conservative values that we add as a society are, are unraveling and every everyone's just being super open, but. Can we have some decorum? Can we have some sense of decency? But if I did, I'd let you know it Before I let you go What's your symptom
3: And who'd you get that itch from Let's talk about it Crepes, AIDS, let's talk about it Crab, scabies, syphilis, rabies, crazy First rabies. off, rabies, yeah <laughs> that's,
1: not a, that's not an STD It rhymes with scabies
3: Alright,
2: now let's, let's Now, Shannon, let's do a little uh. Let's do a little reenactment so I uh I got something to tell you, Shannon. Uh,
3: what what is it, Sean?
2: I know we've been hooking up for a while, but I I got I got to come clean. That's what you call it, but yeah,
3: I've I've blacked most of that out.
2: Okay. Well, you know <laughs> you know the other night when I was uh when I was foaming at the mouth uncontrollably.
3: Oh yeah, I do remember that part.
2: Yeah, it's uh you know it was in college and uh just one night, but yeah, now I have a sexually transmitted disease known as rabies. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I understand rabies rhymes with scabies or whatever else you're trying no, to throw in there. She but...
3: could have rhymed babies that's <laughs> yeah, exactly the worst
2: thing That is the worst sexual transmitted disease. yeah
3: be on your ladies <laughs> don't do go ahead what's up with that Oh my God wow. it has to be said. I mean at least they're talking about it, you know, at least it's sort of is like a safe sex. Uh, ad, advocate or, you know...
1: Right. No, yeah, I mean, I guess... <laughs> nah.
2: What's
3: up with <laughs> that rash? That's not going to work
1: on anyone. Oh, anyone God. who would actually listen to that song is not getting laid. I think Any, she's... Anyone who listens to that car right. in their... That music in their car is I awesome.
3: think she's the first rapper to ever use the words pap smearing. in <laughs> Yeah, I know. And <laughs> I have to... I mean, that's impressive.
2: That is creative. But I, I, I imagine... Like, I I think if anyone does it, it, kind of enjoy this song or like, do you put this on at the club? Because if you're if you're trying to get like, oh, hey, guys, let's get you're tripping on ecstasy. This song comes yeah, on. You like, don't want to
3: remember that. Yeah, because then you start to think about the person you're dancing with and like, wait right. a second. right? Yeah, maybe I mean, like the... <laughs> this isn't the best idea. To be humping on a dance floor.
2: <laughs> like, you know, Black Eyed Peas or whatever, or, uh, you know, the other pop bands, just like, hump it, do it, hump it. And these people, I, I can't imagine you are going to have a huge hit with this. You've
1: got an STD, <laughs> and now it's stressing me. Can I ask you a question, please?
0: What's going on underneath them jeans? Not trying to be mean, just gotta make sure that you're clean. <laughs> you want me on your team, first you gotta show me honesty.
1: H to the E to the P, type B. Just like <laughs> Oh my god. But so you're telling me this is an actual just plain old album and this is just what she wanted to talk about. This yeah, as far, as PSA, far as I can tell, it sounds 100% like a PSA. Like it's really badly
2: No, they raps. like they have other songs. I I think they have some sort of DJ g- guy hanging out. Wow. Like I said, it's unclear what their what their exact motivations I are. What if they
3: have any STDs?
2: <laughs> I I feel like writing a song about STDs. Kind of, you must have had some first hand experience. I, I don't see yourself just sitting down like, oh man, I just gotta, gotta write tons of songs about STD. like I feel like you gotta have some personal connection with an S T D. Yeah. I imagine though this maybe this would make it easier, like you know, if you did have an S T D and uh you know you don't know how to tell the Here's person. It's the easy like,
3: way. Just hey. hit play. Instead of like, listen, we need to have a talk, um maybe <laughs> I'd like to see some papers, I'd like you to go to the doctor. No, I have a song for you.
2: Yeah, I and... I, uh, I made you a mixtape. A um, lot of lot of stuff I know you're into. And, uh, you know, that yeah, YP, just take a listen.
1: Lips blowing up just like let me just fact, let
2: like DJ Black, hurt. More than <laughs>
1: you gave her. me herpes on purpose. <laughs> you gave me the hurt on purpose. Yeah, motherfucker, you can say I'm nervous. Pulling my hair when I gave you service. Pay to the motherfucking R, to the motherfucking U, to the E, to the L. <laughs> you wanna get with me, that's cool. But first, I gotta know that I'm no fool. So raise your
3: hand if you got the clap, and smack your hand if you raised it. <laughs> Jesus. I know if I had herpes, I would give it to everyone I could possibly give it to on purpose. All right. Well, that's it. Because uh... then everyone would still want to hook up with you afterwards. Like, well, I've already got herpes. Right. Yeah. You I know? mean, I'm not. I wouldn't of... would be X'd off their list. Well,
2: they do have dating sites set up for specifically with like, oh, hey, I have this STD,
3: which I imagine that's convenient.
2: You know, if you already if yeah. you already have it, oh, it makes great. it easier.
3: But yeah, oh I mean, talk God. about... Talk Imagine about. those scrolling those profiles of, you know, everyone on there has herpes. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't want to put your picture on the profile because someone could log in not actually having herpes, just wanting to see everyone in their area <laughs> who has it. that's a good that's probably a
2: good screening process like if you're into online dating like oh okay i met this nice gal in jade real quick though let me just run this profile through all these other std
3: related i'm pretty sure i'd rather date someone with herpes than someone who's jewish (laughs) (laughs) wow happy hanukkah everyone yeah what
1: (laughs) uh
2: shannon's she she's uh you know she goes for i don't like
3: money what can i say i like broke dudes (laughs)
2: <laughs> Is that true, Shannon? Broke I've dudes?
3: never dated anyone with money. Never dated? Never? My best friend from home called me this week to tell me, she's like, I'm dating someone new and he's kind of famous. And I was like, who in Virginia Beach? You know, like, I'm like, <laughs> don't famous me. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, I live in LA. She's dating the dude in N.E.R.D., not Pharrell, but Chad Hugo, Oh wow. the, like, oh. Asian dude. That's... I was like, what the... How does that happen? Like, I moved to L.A. You stayed there. You do you, you think, get to date a famous guy.
2: Do you think she's really dating him? They've or? gone
3: on four dates, and they were just about to work out together when she was calling me. Like, she's she's the kind of girl who, like, she will be in a relationship. She doesn't do the, like, single thing very long. But right. if he's out on tour and going, I mean, imagine. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to go home for Christmas, those. and I'm <laughs> expecting him to come over for, you know, for, like, our New Year's party.
2: Right. I <laughs> The imagine, three of us, I'm sure. I don't know what nerds. Touring schedule is, but I imagine they don't just sit and hang out at Virginia Beach all year round.
3: I don't know. I'll find out. I'll, uh, well, I'll get back to you put guys. I haven't
2: out an album in a while.
3: Well, yeah, but they make beats for like every, you know, every artist. you don't Virginia Beach.
2: That's crazy. You don't tour yeah, I know. Beats. Who knew? Now, how did she meet him? Did she go to a, a concert?
3: Through a friend at a um, dance club or something. Just saying guy. the word dance club sounds so gay. At a <laughs> dance club? Who goes to dance
2: clubs? <laughs> <Did they laughs> certainly a not me.
3: I go, <laughs> I, go there,
2: <laughs> I go there to listen to some X or sex ed, <laughs> STD Ex-Ed. songs. Oh Jesus Christ! So, but you were uh, you you're dating a comedian, right? Yeah, I am. Now, what's that like dating a stand-up comedian while you actually are a stand-up comedian?
3: Um, I mean, I, I guess it's nice, you know. You at least get to talk shit about all the same people, and you know, you know. What's you know? I I don't know. It would suck to come home and be like, oh man, this happened and this this and then and the guy told this joke and it was so bad. It's like if the person didn't couldn't understand what you were talking about, right. it would be even more boring. So uh, I mean, I I like that aspect of it. I don't think there's um I don't think there's a ton of competition because we're not really the same style. No. You know what is I mean? there anything
1: you ever that he does where you're like, oh my god, I would love to make a joke about this, but it would just hurt his feelings.
3: Um yeah. <laughs> uh, and I and well, let's I have. Um, no, I mean, I, I've done some <laughs> no. things before on stage. I, I I went up.
2: Now, is that is that like weird? Because obviously if um, if it's just you, the stand-up comedian, and then you have an, a normal girlfriend or a normal boyfriend, and then you talk about him on stage, it's like, oh, it could be anyone or whatever, or it could have been another relationship, or hey, he's a comedian. That's what they do. Do you guys, like, lay down ground rules? Like, okay, let, let's agree. We're not going to talk about this. Have you ever had a conversation of, oh, hey, shit. You know, because you you, yeah. you go in the same circles. You know the same people. So if
3: you're yeah, going I up mean, on I stage talking like, about something. I, I definitely would talk more about him than he would talk about me. But he doesn't really do a ton of, like, relationship stuff, and I do. like. Right. But there there have been things. Like, I remember um, it was, like, a year or two ago – he um he wanted to make like a sex tape or whatever and he even like begging for like months like let's film it let's film it so so finally i like cave in this one day and like you know got every like dressed up like had it all nice and for whatever reason and this has never happened in the history of our relationship he couldn't get a boner <laughs> couldn't
2: oh man literal so stage there fright. is a
3: tape out there that exists of him like just keep sucking just keep sucking it just keep sucking it and oh, me uh, like yeah. dude it's not working and like and like we got in a fight like it turned into a really like i mean Whoa, i think i was crying fight. a naked fight awesome. uh, i like it could it's totally it should be on youtube need, it, it, like it's it's got to be one of the funniest things and it exists right, i never right, take so, over it
2: okay now i gotta hear so it. i tried
3: to i tried to talk about it on stage and i could tell it was it was one of those emasculating like i'll never oh, do that yeah. again so that's, okay. I, I stepped over the line. There. All right.
2: So, but, re- okay. Oh, man. All right. So, there's so <laughs> many angles about this. Okay. So, you decide to make a sex tape. Uh, all right. Now, first off, how, how do you plan it out? What's the original scenario for the tape?
3: Um, see, this one we did a, a long time ago. Since then, we've done a few more that have worked uh, oh, okay. a little better. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm sure it was sort of like a role play ish kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I don't, I really don't even, I haven't watched the video in a while, so I don't remember. (laughs) I just just remember really like putting myself together, spending, like it was all (laughs) taken care of, you know, hair blown out. Like everything looked great. And, um, and he could not, couldn't now, for the life just, of him. Just, it, I know he was nervous about the camera. <laughs> he will never admit it. He will never admit that that's the reason. Like, well, why not? Yeah, I mean that's probably what it is. Because I think because to. he's like an actor and performer, so it sounds even <laughs> worse to think that he was like nervous being in front of a camera. But
1: it's like a double layer of being embarrassed.
3: Exactly. Now. Like, now like now the you're embarrassed thing for your and profession then...
1: and embarrassed in your manhood.
3: Yeah, that's and gotta that's be tough.
1: making it harder, probably. Now,
2: you know? so oh yeah, the successful ones. How how do you set it up production? wise do you just set up a camera on a tripod? Yes. Is there some POV stuff? How does it work? Yeah,
3: we did some POV stuff. I mean, not that day, obviously. Not, not much got done. <laughs> um, feelings were hurt, and it took him like a year to finally ask me. Now, as,
2: as a woman, are, do you ever take that personally? Because... I don't know. I've heard.
3: I've well, heard no, it girls. could absolutely be something. I, no, I, I didn't. I didn't take it personally. If I was having like a fat day, I probably would have. But like I looked good. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was, you, had your, <laughs> you had your shit together. I had my shit together.
2: Now, the ones that work. Um. Okay. Is there a particular scenario or is it, is it new scenarios every time?
3: Um. I don't. We haven't done a ton of them. Um. I'll try to like change up the outfit or something. Okay. You know, like like be in the kitchen with like just an apron or something you know what i mean like it's uh it's uh, the worse the worse the acting the better so right. you know
1: i've tried to do that before and we just ended up really half-assing it there was no tripod <laughs> i just had a flip camera and about 10 seconds in i just put the flip camera on the bed and it's- <laughs>
2: pretty much all right
3: this is is, all right yeah
1: like i feel like while we
2: (laughs) i feel like i would be the same way where it's like okay hey trying to make this movie but then i would just immediately get distracted and just say ah fuck it yeah (laughs) now do you do you edit the tape is there any sort of editing
3: yeah because i mean you you do things this is like a real yeah well i mean there's one tape i have edited that like if i don't feel like putting out that night i'm like just (laughs) you watch the
2: tape. so now is that is there and it is
3: like a turn you know like sometimes i don't know it's it's kind of a turn on to watch yourself having sex. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I would just be. Well, maybe not for you guys, but for me, uh, no. <laughs> now, you
2: are. I don't know how to say this, but um over the years, I feel like you've gotten hotter. Is thank there, you. Is thank there anything you.
1: for the. And no, I, I do not I didn't you know what he was going to say. He was like, I don't know yeah, how I know to this say this. So I was like, no, but I
2: mean, say you sh- don't want to say, you know, it's like, oh, what? I wasn't hot before. But is there anything as a woman you've done over the past few years to kind of increase
3: your overall hotness? No, I don't think, I mean, I think women, as they age, like, it's a whole new thing that, like, supposedly now, like, the, you peak at 37, 38. It's like what's, uh, like, most women used to peak at, like, 18, and I'm sure a lot of girls in high school still do, you know, they get fat whatever, have kids, whatever it's called. Um, But women now, I think, you know, I think they really do look better when they're older. I mean... Look you at all the shape, celebrity, yeah. you know what I mean? As long as you're you're in shape, especially if you're not, like, having kids and you have all that stuff going on.
1: That's probably just, why most people think older people don't look good, because they don't stay in shape. They're working, they yeah. don't
3: work out. Now, yeah, that, but the ones that do look good look awesome. You yeah. know, Jen Aniston never looked better, mm-hmm. you know? A, a lot of people.
2: Okay, so there's no particular thing, just the general of, uh, you know, staying in shape, working out, no no particular don't secrets? not
3: really work out, you know, I... I think I had um like I I lost weight like in my face. Like when I turned 27, it was just one of those things that I think um I think I still had baby fat. Yeah. Because like, I don't I really don't I mean, I'll I'll do yoga every once in a while, but I'm I'm not like a workout person. Uh but I do make all my food. I, that made a difference. Like I just okay, I stopped cooking? Yeah, I just cook pretty much everything. I'll go out like once or twice a week, <laughs> but I think if you make I, everything I brought, you eat, you really are so much healthier. Yeah, I don't know, you know what have noticed, into it.
1: but I've gotten uglier over the years. I was going to say because, something. Yeah, it's because I microwave all the food. Logan, I've been living
2: with Logan. We've been roommates for, I don't know, how many, like uh, almost a year or something like that. And I've never seen Logan make food ever. Wow. Logan well, either, you know, he either orders from the diner, gets fast food. Like, well, you know, he just... And
1: microwave he, stuff that... Sh-
2: is, that doesn't like, count.
1: Would be healthy if it was good. Yeah, if it wasn't, if it <laughs> like wasn't I like vegetables and. But it's you know it's in a plastic bag. The, the
3: one, the one thing minutes. I tell people out here <laughs> plenty of sodium because half the time it's like if you go to the grocery store and like put a whole meal together, then you're spending thirty bucks and it's like I could just order something for ten. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't seem to be cost effective. Right. Unless
1: no, it's, it's very cost effective, but
3: unless you shop at John's grocery store, that's all I was gonna say. Right. It's I will I. I I should be sponsored by John's grocery store. I tell people about it so many like I I went and bought a ton of produce today. $4.27. <laughs> wow. Nice. A ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah we, I mean I it's not really final,
1: which isn't bad.
2: It is it is weird. We're we're battling this obesity epidemic, but I think it is just as simple as hey, let's let's cook our own food. Let's get our kind of shit together as far as that. I mean, going out to eat, you're just, you know, anything that um goes in the food as far as like keeping it for a long time and stuff like that you're just going to retain water weight and sodium and look like crap. Yep. All right. Well, let's see. We're let's so speaking helping. of um older looking broads who are hot. Sarah Palin. Um <laughs> oh. I love
1: Sarah Pitt. I bet you I do. thought she was on uh, the first time I saw her, and then I – ever since then, I can't – I don't think she's – That
2: not, running –
1: <laughs> that magazine uh, shot of her in, like, Runner's
2: World where she's got her that's legs. What it is. Oh, oh, man. No, 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 that no, is a. That she's is got a, her
3: legs what? We, she's got her
1: nice legs in oh. the running magazine. We have a magazine at home. I don't know what it is. It's some New York, New York Times magazine or something. It's just her face. Yeah. And then it, like – but her right. face is pretty goofy looking.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's the New York Times. They're not gonna like oh, pose is her it in wasn't a nice the
3: look. thing that um they 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 made her face look worse? Like they showed like more pores and they uh, did. Do you remember that coming out? That's a different
1: out? thing. Yeah, that okay. was when she was running. All right, okay. Well, this is a just
2: a quick little Sarah Palin, commenting on the uh, recent situation in Curry, in case you missed it. Sarah, you said you said in the last few days that you are considering a run for president, and uh, yeah. polls show that you would probably win the Republican <laughs> nomination. How would you handle a situation like just developed in in North Korea?
0: Well, in North Korea, this is stemming from, I think, a greater problem when we're all sitting around asking, oh, no, what are we going to do? And we're not having a lot of faith that the White House is going to come out with a strong enough policy to um, sanction what it is that North Korea is going to do. So this speaks to a bigger picture here that certainly scares me in terms of our national security policies. But obviously, got to stand with our North Korean allies. We're bound to by, by treaty. South we're Korean. also bound by <laughs>
2: – yeah, The guys are like, oh, no, no, you just said South the complete Korea. opposite
0: and we're also bound by prudence to stand with our <laughs> our South Korean allies. Yes. And
2: uh you know they I just do, love her. my
0: North Korea. Uh,
2: I mean I just let, yeah she says North Korean allies
1: once she, again. She will never be a nominee. Oh,
3: for it could president. totally happen. It's not going to happen. It could I, totally I happen. Bet, I'll
1: bet you 100 bucks.
3: I don't think it's going to because <laughs> she's making so much money on you know book deals, reality show, like she, and her daughters, I mean, the whole that. Reason, like that she's got too much stuff going on to be president. That's the whole but. reason
2: she quit being governor of Alaska yeah. because there's no money in it. there's no money in running for politics right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you get out of office, sure you can cash in, but what she's making now, being a celebrity and being a personality, is far greater than what she would do even if she. I mean, maybe if she, she got quit to her the job as, as a governor. president. To do it right,
3: <laughs> as so Sean exactly. said about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Shannon, and thank you. Uh... I listen. Oh, sure. thank
2: you, Shannon, and uh, thanks for coming in. Where can uh, where can people check you out, Shannon?
3: Um, where can people check me out? Uh, I wasn't prepared for that, but h- how about you guys follow me on Twitter? My name's Cheese It Slut. Um, and to- oh, tomorrow night I'm performing in um in a backyard. Uh, I I believe it's 218 Lakeshore Terrace. It's Mike Bridenstine and Mike Holmes' apartment. Okay, But sweet. it's um like. Pete Holmes, Kyle Kinane, Matt Bronger, like a ton of of great comics on the show. Oh, wow. Sounds like a packed show.
2: And uh, make sure you check Shannon out there. Uh, Logan, you want to wrap things up with a haiku?
1: Let's do it. (laughs) Palin quit her job. Raise hands if you've got the clap. Sex tapes can be tough. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the
2: Green Room. We do it live every Thursday, 8 o'clock, on latalkradio.com.
1: don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and click the iTunes link to subscribe today. Also check me out at DocumentaryLabel.com.
4: Eagles covered.